Yeah, there it is. Uh, the Isley Brothers, right? Yeah. yeah, they're fighting the power. Hey, thank you. Thanks, it was uh, my assistant. Uh, deliver me. You know, uh, Lent is imminent, and uh, I'm, uh, I tend to ramp up uh, those, uh, those weeks before uh, Lent, uh, yepper. But I'm prepared. I, I, I'm, uh, I'm prepared. I always am. It's Lent, so I give up uh, alcohol for, I don't know what it is. It's more than 40 days. I've done the math, and it's they say 40 days, but it's more than that. More like 47 or something. Anyway. Uh, yeah, how's the week? Uh, week's pretty good for me. Um, for me, you know? What can I say? Uh, everyone's uh, healthy, pretty much. Um, happy? Yeah. <laughs> You know, you can't have everything. Um, but uh, I think things are going good. I'm, I don't know. I'm feeling positive about um, the state of things. I know there's uh, shit going on and uh, shit that's happened. And uh, I just saw some video. <laughs> I saw like, like some like, uh, I don't know. It was from the New Yorker or New York Times or whatever. Uh professional journalist in there just like you know uh right there you know when they get when they the the first of them got into the chamber and it was just it's so uh oh man it's like really this is like this is my alternative you know i'm gonna <laughs> i'm like i'm gonna like hook my wagon up to these dudes it's like Oh fuck. Anyway, uh but things are I'm I'm working tight around me and and trying to bring the love and and uh respect and um uh you know, empathy in there works good. Um uh, honesty, you know, helps. I mean, God, if everybody knew the truth, right? It'd be so. Yeah, that's just that's that's utopia. Uh, I'm gonna grab these records. Um, yeah, that was a so that was a set. I don't know, that was a set. Um, I know there were some there was some <clears throat> a bit of sinew in there between the songs that that a little connective tissue. I think to bring that along, and that was all, but all uh, in a, uh, I was going big. I like these, like, big songs sometimes. Sometimes I do. Let me grab these records. I have to go all the way down here. Hold on. <clears throat> Ow. Um... Yeah, those Isley Brothers, uh, Fighting the Power, that's just an awesome song, and I play it often. What can I tell you? Uh, before that, uh, Al Stewart, You're the Cat, that's that's one, <laughs> I don't know. Although the beginning of that song always freaks me out, because it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm really wrestling with um, 
right left issues on on this thing and i and i apologize like if you listen to something and it sounds weird because it is it is weird we're trying to work on the technical stuff so that's that's the thing if you can uh if you come through the website and you see there's a gofundme there we really don't get any we're not really monetizing this at all other than people just donating money and we pay dues so we keep it real and um we keep it real man but we're not beholden to uh to anything you know it's just i mean i don't know um, so yeah um what was my point i'm coming through the website i'm donating money and i'm listening to the programming that mutiny radio provides um al stewart you're the cat yeah that was a that was a highly produced number Elton John, Benny and the Jets, before that, off the Goodbye Yellow Brick Road record. Uh, before that, uh, Leonard Skinner, uh, The Breeze, that's a J.J. Kale tune. That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Those guys could play, man. Uh, I've been trying. So I got a banjo. I got a $20 banjo, which is, if you don't know anything about banjos, it's like, um you don't get much for 20 bucks although i thought i got a pretty good deal for 20 dollars to have something so i finally got a set of strings on it and um i'm just yeah it's it's uh you know you look at those dudes and they're just like what the hell man all this like rack coming out of that thing and it's like they're like stoic man it's like there's no like and uh yeah it's all in a, it's all like below the wrist it's crazy <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy. So I'm learning these patterns, and it's like, you know, one, two, three, four. I, I, it's thumb, you know, thumb, index finger, thumb, you know, second finger, and then, you know, and different alternations, and um, the dude's, like, playing it. And, uh, yeah, you know, I got, like, I can do once, and then I screw up. But anyway, it, that's the whole point is you, it, it, you learn these. Uh, anyway, I'm uh, – digressing here romeo void uh what can i say about them from the uh, instincts record we did uh just too easy that's a good song david bowie from station to station we did stay another fantastic tune and and these uh, you know I'm, I'm listening now on headphones more and uh those are really good and, and i'm <laughs> i know it's like if you're listening to the podcast with headphones that may be a problem but this, this is, you know, I can't, we just do this in a somewhat lo-fi thing. So this is kind of to um, broaden your uh, scopes, you know, if you hear something that you dig. Um, some people know these are all classics, but there's people who are just like, wow, what is that? You know, and it's like, yeah, well, that's Velvet Underground. And that was Sweet Jane we did from the Loaded record. Uh, Fresh Cream we did. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad. I don't know. I just... If that felt uh, felt good. Uh, Blind Faith. So Blind Faith and uh, Cream are somewhat related. Cream plus Steve Winwood. Uh, can't find my way back home. Uh, Leonard Cohen uh, from the songs of said man. We did. Um, uh, uh, that's no way to say goodbye. I think. Um. Norma Tango, we did from her um, Walking My Cat Named Dog record. We did da -da 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 -da. Waves. 
Um, I got this. <laughs> I got this record. I'm gonna be playing a lot of this. Norma Tanga. Yeah, she's good. I played a song last. Uh, You're dead. I think it was called last week. I didn't really get a chance to get a chance. I didn't bother to to introduce that one. But if you're a regular listener and you were wondering, that was Norma. Uh, Elvis from the Sun uh, Sessions. We did. Um, I think uh, that's all right, right? Oh, no, uh, Train, uh, Mystery Train. Uh, John Lennon, so I wanted to do a couple, a few um, Spectre tunes, and these guys are really, the Beatles were really into Spectre productions. Of course, I didn't really, <laughs> I don't really have much of those on record. Maybe, I, I, I didn't, I, I, I dove. I dove and I swam, like took a couple breaths, and I couldn't find it. Um, John Lennon, we did uh, Instant Karma. That was a Phil Spector production. And then All Thing, uh, did we do All Things Must Pass? Yeah, George Harrison, another Phil Spector. And we opened up with I Have to Put a Sticky Note on this one. Uh, You've Lost a Love and Feeling, The Righteous Brothers. That was like one of Spector's like smash hits. Um, sorry about the condition of that one. I, I, I know I've said this before, but I'm pretty sure I got another copy, but it's could be down in the catacombs. I must, I must schedule a, an appointment. A segment we do here is called Rives from the Basement because it's no lie in the basement. We're miles apart. Uh, no surprise. Going to rise from the basement. What it is, it's home recordist, any style, any genre. That's right, genre. Uh, you just send us a link to where your music exists and uh, we're we're gonna check it out and scrutinize it and no no uh, there there's no no critiquing here I think that was the that that's the we started out and that was kind of the objective it was it was a, a safe place it's like a, an AA meeting for songwriters kind of thing but uh no, it's, <laughs> I don't know anyway so um, let me see. This is from uh, Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota. If you didn't know where this particular Minneapolis is, is Minnesota. This is Chris Wallace. If you dig this, it's on SoundCloud. And the song's called Everything is Artificial. I'm touching this. It seems to have responded to my touch and is uh, considering it.
Yeah, it's the chills um, off the uh, BBC sessions. Uh, I don't know what the name of that song is. The writing, the fonts are, uh, it's such a, uh, yeah. But that's what it is, the chills. Check them out. Um, find them. Uh, acquire them. Listen to them. Um, we're going back to the basement. This is Larry B. Let me tell you a little bit about Larry B. Well, um, uh, this was recorded in his basement in uh, Minneapolis on a a uh, uh, a VS two thousand. Man, I had a VS eight eighty, so I know this machine. Well, I always always wanted to have one, but I don't know. It's one of those days where every, it's those things that it, it, all these things became uh, uh, rapidly obsolete. <laughs> I don't know about the 2000, the 880. I still got it. I still got it. Uh, anyway, Larry B. Let's. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm going down in memory lane. This is. Uh, hey, lonely soldier. And it goes like this. Uh, if you dig it, look for him on YouTube. Larry B. Hey, lonely soldier. Um, the dot. You take the risk You're not alone It's not the same You're not at home You fight the war Carry the weight You ask for more And tempt the fates It's all a dream A fantasy real A nightmare scene Too real to feel The glory is yours You fight the good fight on foreign shores You marry the night The sands of time Fill up the glass Too slow to find A peace that lasts The hope is yours The time is real You wish for home And the warmth
think he could tell heaven from hell blue skies from pain can you tell a green field from a cold steel rail a smile from a veil do you think he could tell
Yeah, that's the Pink Floyd. Uh, Wish you were here from the. Uh, that's the title. Title cut. Uh, we're going back to the basement. Uh, I didn't talk this out. All right, I got to turn it. Hold on, I got to do my secret coach. Turn your head. All right, we're going back to the basement. This is Kay Jizzle. He's uh, quite the contributor. The song is called Kiss Survive. It's fresh, man. It's still warm. This is three days old. Uh, Kay Jizzle, if you dig this, look for him on SoundCloud. K-G-I-Z-Z-L-E. Touching this. It's uh, responding to my request, considering it. There's gonna be some days like this There's gonna be some chance you can miss With a kiss, with a kiss you're gonna miss With a kiss I'll hear I'll protect you to your thoughts for me I'll wear my hands and hit when I sing I said it with a kiss I said it with a kiss
Yeah, it's Todd Rundgren uh, hurting for you. Uh, <laughs> did I play that on the you show for you? Uh, uh, maybe I did. I don't know. I, I take horrible notes, and um, we're going back to the basement. Uh, this is the Sebastians. Hold on, I want to see where they're. Uh, I can't remember where they were from. But up there. Um, uh, from D.C., that's in Washington. Uh, let's see, hold on, I gotta do this. I'm going back here. This is the Sebastians, and um, I think the song's called Peregrine. So if you dig this, look for the Sebastians on SoundCloud. And um, this is fresh, man, four days. <laughs> there you go. There you 
gotta love that. Um, uh, hold on, I'm touching this. It's considering it was a little, uh, a little slow there, but here we go.
Segelboot. Und wenn das Segelboot zu nass, kaufte die Mami den größten Spaß. Und ist der größte Spaß zu klein, kaufte die Mami den Sonnenschein. Und wenn die Sonne wird dunkel sein, kaufte die Mami ein Vögelein. Und wenn das Vögelein nicht mehr singt, kaufte die Mami einen goldenen Ring. Wenn dir das Ringlein nicht gefällt, kaufte die Mami die ganze Welt. Wenn dir die ganze Welt so groß, kauf dir die Mami das große Los. Wenn sich das große Los nicht lohnt, kauf dir die Mami den Silbermond. Und wenn der Mond verweht im Wind, bist du noch immer das schönste Kind. Kleines Baby weint nicht mehr. Die Mami kauft dir einen Teddybär. Hey, that's Marlena Dietrich doing, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, rockabye songs. Um, I'm collecting her records and uh, I'm taking care of them. <laughs> I don't know. I like them. Uh, we'll go back to the basement. Uh, sorry. Uh, this is Hard Killer. Uh, HIM, Close to the Flame, Acoustic Tribute. So let me go back and let's see. This is this is HIM, Close to the Flame, Acoustic Tribute. Looking for that on YouTube. Let's see if we can get some names here. This is Martin Garcia out of Houston. All right. And we're going to see if this works. Uh, here we go.
Yeah, that's the uh, balancing act. Uh, we're going back to the basement. We're going to sneak one more in. Uh, we're going to get to more next week. I got a bunch here. 
this is Gank, G-A-N-K, out of, oh, shoot, where are they out of? Um, hold on, I'm sorry. Um, ba -ba -da -ba -da. Um, Houston, Gank, dig it. Uh, this song is called Casting Call. Casting Call, here we go. Um, touching that. It's uh, the dots are going in a linear fashion.
Thanks for doing what you got to do to do. This has been Bug Out Squares. This has been uh, Mutiny Radio, a uh, uh, thing that's on the corner of 21st and Florida. And uh, you can't come there because uh, nobody can go anywhere. Where is the ritual? Then tell me.
Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That acronym, you're right. It does stand for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. What up, dude? What up, dude? <laughs> We're going to watch a full length movie on YouTube. We want you to watch the movie and listen to our podcast at the same time. And that way... Uh, we ruin podcasts and movies at the same time. <laughs> There's a lot of great movies that posted on YouTube. Some of them are more well known than others. Well, more well known than others. Carl, what's the movie this week? We are watching Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. Uh, let's see. What? what? Do you put? Yeah, I know. And why is it on YouTube? Uh, just put Donnie Darko full movie in your search, and you will come up with the channel Film Rise Movies. All right. Okay. Okay. D O N N I E. D O N N I E. Look, people are dumb. D I R K O. Darko. I'm sorry, Mike. Your turn. <laughs> oh, Donnie Darko. You know that typical American name, Darko. <laughs> How many Darkos did you know growing up? You knew Michelle, right? You got the Scullies and the Darkos and everything. Yeah. Montclair. Single person named Darko, but I'm not part of this movie. So we want to go ahead and click Donnie Darko dash whole movie. This is hosted by Film Rise Movies, which I subscribe to starting now. Oh, uh, go ahead and hit well. pause. Move the little timer to the left so you're at zero, zero, zero. And I'm very excited. So once again, Donnie Darko, full movie, and we like the channel Film Rise and all right, so let's get this started. I am I am ready. It was a live show. We're very excited to have Paul here as our countdown gentleman. Let's get ready to Brumba. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to Brumba. Okay, so let's get ready to Brumba. And now, what you've all been waiting for, master of the descending numerals, the countdown king himself. Would you please welcome Mr. Paul Brumbaugh? All right, guys, you know the drill. Put that finger right over that triangle and do it in three, two, one, go. You better be at zero, zero, zero. Come oh, right. They just added their logo to the top. Yeah, I wonder if they distributed this movie. I don't think so. I think they're hosting it. They've been hosting this movie since 19, 2019. Full year, Darko. Yeah, it's a dark year. Uh, Flower Films made it, and no. Yeah. Ooh, Going to video is when this uh, was a hit. It was not a hit in the... I do notice that this movie is available free on our friend's YouTube movies. But yeah. We never watch... Yeah. Well, we don't watch movies on YouTube video, on YouTube channel. Hey, what, 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 what timing are you on? I'm at 10, uh, 52 oh, shut seconds. Shut up, you. 
Because you said flower movie, ridiculous. That's like ten seconds from now. Okay. I'm in a minute and three, four, five, yeah. six. Okay. Not the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I see suburbia. Okay, what no, do you see? I see California. This is supposed to be Virginia. It would not be this hilly in Middlesex, Virginia. So I see California. This is Virginia? And I West see Virginia? a guy in – this is West Virginia. No, this is – um. <laughs> This is supposed to be Middlesex Vagina, and it's not. It's uh, California, shot in L.A. Interesting. Also, it's supposed to be the 1980s, but, it's, but it was not shot during that time period either. Uh, the Sleepy Bicyclist. It was not shot in the 80s, and there's one anachronism in songs. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. With that terrible Tears for Fears cover? No, that was appropriate. That was nineteen, you know, earlier than eighty-eight. So this was supposed to be nineteen eighty-eight. The director, by the way, was like twenty-two when he made this movie, so he had no idea what the eighties were like. Yeah, that's true. He he made he it at it. like twenty-five or something. It really was a <laughs> zero to sixty. Um, that, that's not the right word. Uh, yeah, zero to sixty in five seconds uh, story, you know. And what Drew Barrymore is a lot behind it. Well, she produced this movie, and she's one of the actors. Yeah, but she's an actress. Oh right. Oh, I thought you said Andrew Barrymore. I'm sorry. Yeah, Andrew Barrymore plays Mrs. <laughs> okay, so here it says "Love Will Tear Us Apart" by Joy Division appears in the film during the party. I'll we'll get to that with Gretchen upstairs. Yeah. Released in 1995. Oops. See Middlesex, Middlesex Halloween Carnival. Oh wow! Oh Carnival! Ooh. No, Ooh, what? a Halloween movie. Here comes a red. Yes, yeah, suburbia. Here comes a red car. See it? Okay. In yes. there. Is a rabbit, <laughs> but not yet. Oh, is it the guy in the costume, or is it mm -hmm. just a rabbit? Yep. Oh, wow. So, so you have to watch this movie a couple times. <laughs> so we've learned that Donnie Darko is a troubled boy who sleeps in the middle of the road. And now we're learning right. what a f how much fun his family is. Yeah, the dad blasts him, his wife with a lawnmower up the ass. Uh, that was a. It's it's actually the daughter, and she is Donnie's sister in real life too. Oh, she's Maggie to his shake. Yes. And here we have the youngin. She will go on to make a sequel called S. Darko. Which I've looked for on YouTube since we started the show four years ago. It's Every there. Every week it's I there. type in. Oh. It's there. It's there. Yeah, you Oh, the full-length movie? Yeah. Where is Donnie? What is Donnie? Oh, this is... This okay, is I gotta awkward. play this part. I gotta play the audience. Oh, I oh. missed it. I missed it. She goes, I'm voting for Dukakis. <laughs> She's starting shit <laughs> at the table. See, man, you had to be bored of living in the 88 to experience it. Right? You can't watch like 88 and try to make it up. This guy's a genius. I hope he makes good movies after this. No, no. Um, look, I like him. I like him. 
he's a good kid, he's a good kid. But no, he goes on to write uh, something called Domino. It's like an L.A. bounty hunter thing. And, I that movie. Right. And he did something called Southland Tales, which I put in my DVD to see what it's like. Oh, he did? Good, good. Tell me what you think when you watch that movie. At least okay. tell me what you think after the first hour. Then tell me what you think after the second hour. And then finally, tell me what you think after the last 90 minutes. And then I would love to hear you. <laughs> okay. Now we learned that Donnie has <laughs> go, takes medication and, and he goes to a shrink. And they're fighting and they're cursing in front of the little daughter. He goes, <laughs> he goes you're such like a, a fuck ass. He goes, she's like, what is a fuck ass? <laughs> there you go. Donnie, Donnie. Settle down, kids. Listen to this one. I'm all ears. <laughs> you yeah, are behind so now we get teenage angst, like, get out of my room, I'm reading, you know, that sort of thing. I would like to know where you go at night, you know. He's troubled. And so they're going to fight, and then when she leaves and closes the door, he actually calls her a bitch. But he kind of doesn't mean it. Right. Well, look, doesn't he die from a fire plane crashing into his house? I mean, yep. you know, that's got some fun. Yeah. Don't want to ruin this movie for you, but <laughs> no, but like it, that's a good thing that he dies in the crash. <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a good thing. He doesn't want to die. He's all like, "Yeah, fuck it, let's keep he, this movie going." He wants to die. Okay, <laughs> look, what's happening is he's going to actually go into a tangent universe just like our own that's fated to die and save the real universe. Okay? So he wants to die. <laughs> he's sacrificed. Oh. No, he doesn't. Listen, he, he, there's a time when it goes out of joint. He has the ability not to die. He knows the right thing to do is die. And he's like, fuck it, I'm going to go to a Halloween party. <laughs> I'm going to go watch the Evil Dead. Right? I mean, he, he does both of those time. things. Oh, I should check out that guy in the costume. Oh, I gotta go to the party to see it first. The guy in the costume uh, is actually the sister's uh, boyfriend. And so at one point, Donnie sees his real face. And I just don't understand why he doesn't go, you're the boyfriend. Right. Oh, Mike Dukakis. There he is, Dukakis. Now, Mike, something yeah. is about to happen which will create a tangent universe. Oh, it's during the uh, debates from 88? Let's hear this debate. Oh, where's the beef lady is going to get some beef and things do out of whack. All right, here we go. Team Read minus. my lips. October 2nd, 1988. October 2nd, 1988. Did you catch that? Yes, my birthday is October 1st, Carl. I'm still waiting for the uh, happy birthday, you know, from 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's sleepwalking? Uh, is it Estarco? It is D. Darko. And you know why he's sleepwalking is because a rabbit told him, like, 
come here, Donnie. So he's like, yes, I, uh, I hear and obey. Carl, we're watching the same movie. What's fucking rabbit? <laughs> this is rabbit. He is the manipulated dead. And he is going to manipulate Donnie, the manipulated living. Uh, I said that wrong. Yeah. Well, look how young he is. God, it drives me nuts. Now, did you see he just grabbed a magic marker? Yeah. Okay. And he's out the door. Oh, right. He's going to, like, fuck up Patrick Swayze. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> he's going to draw a mustache on him while he sleeps at night. It's a very funny scene. <laughs> hey, who mustache Swayze? That was... <laughs> the manipulated marker. Okay. I'm going to put on some audio because so you can hear the rabbit. All right. There's the rabbit. Creepy as fuck. It's a long movie. I don't know if I want to wait that long. <laughs> it's 28 days, and that's how long it really, in real life, took to shoot this film. Isn't that funny? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Look, this is just like the 80s. We used to fall asleep with the TV snow, and then we would have sodas by our bed. Oh, that's a uh, lamp. Okay, now God, something's about to happen to create a tangent universe. You ready? Uh-huh. Is it going to be an airplane crash? No, Michael! What? It's not an airplane. It's just a jet engine. So it lands in Donnie Darko's bedroom, but he's not there because the rabbit told him to leave the house. Bingo. And said, 28 days, 6 hours, 42 minutes, and 12 seconds from now, the world will end. I don't really have time, man. I just, this is an hour and 90 minute movie already. <laughs> no, I wish it was 90 minutes. It's, it's a two hour movie. God, I'm really going to push this. Okay, guess what? We are now in a tangent universe. Oh, he woke up in the golf course of a tangent universe? With Patrick Swayze. You know it's an alternative universe of Patrick Swayze standing over you. Look at him. Swayze looks pretty good. Yeah, he does. Magic marker in his hand, and look what he wrote. 28 days, 6 hours, 42 minutes, and 12 seconds, Michael. You can make it. What's with this weird font on his hand, and then in the placards, they're like October 22nd. It looks like, I don't know. You Maybe know, the font of the movie looks kind of Arabic, you see. Now, this movie released one month after 9-11. They changed the poster to not look Arabic. Interesting. They also took out the World Trade Center reference. <laughs> um, also, the, the ad had a crashing plane, you know? Oh, so they yeah, couldn't right. really advertise it. It was hardly – nobody came to the theater to watch this movie because they didn't know about it. Because it was also a crashing plane in 9-11 is what you're saying. That's what serious. they thought, yeah. This thing was going to go straight to video at one point, and then Cinemax was like, well, we'll buy it. There's a lot of stars, you know. 
Yeah, right. You got Noah from ER, and you got <laughs> the Dylan Hall, <laughs> and you got, you got the dad from fucking uh, Donnie Darko. Look at him, man. <laughs> The guy's Darko's in it. <laughs> <laughs> that little girl from S. Darko. <laughs> yeah, right. This is like the prequel. Now, the prequel look, Mike, S. Darko. Look, they walk right under the engine. They would never do that in real life. For insurance right. reasons alone. Also, wouldn't there be like a lot? Well, I guess these are the federales. This is a federal matter. It's FAA. Now, look, you see the fat guy with sunglasses? Yeah, uh-huh. that's Seth Rogen. You see, it's Seth Rogen. You will see him uh, in a red jumpsuit spying on the family later. Oh, okay. Sure. I guess uh, it's explained in the director's cut. Now, look, you see, that is the artifact that made the tangent universe. It's made of metal. Right. That's very important. Very important. And it could have killed. That's very important, too. It should have killed. You see, the artifact, whenever there's a time loop like this, there is an artifact, and usually it's a weapon. This time it was a jet engine, but it sure could have killed him. So what do you mean? So there's a time loop, right? It's because there's a gun involved, or what's that in a time loop? Carl, let's say I'm in a time loop. Okay. All right. All right. All right, Rain Man. (laughs) The fourth dimension is a very stable place. The primary universe is very stable, but sometimes it gets corrupted. And when it does, it a part of it goes into a tangent universe. It creates a duplicate copy that's not stable. And it's gonna the world is gonna end in like about a month, three weeks. You know, it's always different. Right. But some weird force takes a person who's died and makes and makes them manipulate a living person to save the primary universe. See, it's gonna make like a black hole and it's gonna swallow up the primary universe unless Donnie does his job. Oh, which will uh, illuminate the tangent universe and stabilize the Mm. primary universe. Mike, First you're listening talking to Carl Sagan. You're exactly right. So I get it. So the the superheroes that exist on this world exist mm-hmm. in Prime. And the superheroes from 60 years ago exist on Earth 2. And then the superheroes that existed during World War II are in Earth 3. And then you have the evil superheroes, which is Earth 4, where the superheroes are supervillains, and the supervillains are superheroes. Oh, wait, here's Seth Rogen. <laughs> Okay, here's Seth Rogen. Okay, now, Donnie has two, like, nondescript friends. They're just there as plot points to be his friends when he needs to be around friends. And look, see this girl? She's a very sweet girl. Her name's, like, Tanita or something. She only ever says, shut up, shut up. And she's really a sweetheart who gets picked on. Um, Right. Yeah, so throughout the film we're going to get to know her a little bit only with that shut up but she's hurt inside then she does this very pretty dance and then donnie says something nice to her she's just part of it they're being a jerk to her right now and she's going shut up (laughs) we're in a parallel universe yes we're in a parallel universe okay here's a very nice scene whoa the old back of the school bus camera angle 
This guy's a genius. Years old. Look at this. He's just playing confidence. Richard Kelly, film director, turning R. He did a good job with this. Yeah. Oh, there's bad guy it. bully. Oh, him and Seth Rogen guy. are the him and Seth Rogen are the bad guys. You'll see. Yeah, but he talks, right? Seth Rogen does not speak a word in this movie. Yeah, he does. The first thing he says is, "I like your kids." That's Betty. <laughs> She's going to be, oh, there's love interest, love interest. And look, you know what, Mike? Even though she's alive right now, she's one of the manipulated dead. Seth Rogen, giving cocaine, cocaine. Canadian cocaine. There's the principal. Look at this one shot and sped up and shit. It's fucking amazing. (laughs) I said, when I saw this movie, I was like, what the? Fuck, who directed this movie? <laughs> He's it was old it's probably your age. No, it was eighty eight. No, he he listen, this guy's younger than us. Yeah, I he know. Around there in the age. I this know. Is all There's crazy oh, looking great. It is great. But I don't get this. He's a national like cult guy, but he's hanging around this one particular high school. No, he just hit now. He lives in the community and his book took off and his tapes are selling. He's new. Uh, he's the new rich. Oh, here's Andrew Barrymore. It's Noah Wiley, Andrew Barrymore. Andrew looks like a ghost. Well, yeah, I guess. He's good in this movie. Uh-oh, sparkle motion. They're all doing star search. It's really well done. It's really well done. And look how nice this is. Look at this. Yeah. Look at this hug. It's all well done. Well, people used to hug in the movie four times. It's not no, awkward. not like that. Okay, now look. Drew composes herself, and she goes to be a teacher. Uh, and then, then this movie sticks his head up his ass. Watership Town is a book about, uh, I guess, fighting <laughs> rabbits and uh, drowning and sinking ships. Okay, look, no, it's Graham Greene. No, 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 it's Graham Greene, whose birthday is also Uh October 2. And he wrote a book called The Destructors, in which they flood an old man's house and burn his money. What? That's anarchy. (laughs) Donnie thinks it's okay. Donnie thinks they were just trying to see what happens when you make the world crazy. Oh, when you burn down shit, Keith. <laughs> oh, that's very cheap. Donnie will burn down sheet. He does. He fucking tort doesn't he like fuck up the he fucks up the school pretty badly. He fucks up the school and he fucks up Patrick Swayze. He does. He does a number of Patrick Swayze. But what See, I get is like so he was, Yeah. He's the manipulated mm-hmm. living, so he's got some superpowers he doesn't know about. He can conjure fire. He can do telekinesis. He can. can he has super strength. Yeah. But listen, during the real universe, he just like kind of sleepwalks and, and causes shit anyway, right? I mean, I guess. But he's manipulated by a rabbit. Gotcha. Okay, here comes love interest, the manipulated dead, 
and she has just been told by Drew Barrymore to sit next to the boy who you think is the cutest. Yeah, that's really weird. You know, he did Richard Kelly did a movie called The Box, and he had Cameron Diaz as a teacher, and she was kind yeah, of weird too. Yeah, twenty nine, two thousand nine. Did he make another movie after that, or was it just those three movies? Uh, that's Directed. it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, he did. He did write Domino, and that's pretty good. Listen, I like this guy a lot. He just he broke in with a excellent script and a great. Okay, she's chosen Donnie, as you can see, and a great movie that was really well done. The thing it's lacking is all this stuff I'm telling you comes from this book uh, called The Philosophy of Time Travel, and we don't see it in the movie. It's not explained. I'm not sure why it became a cult classic because it was confusing. In the director's cut, you see The Philosophy of Time Travel book. We, we should give a, a shout out to Director's Cut, Notorious Director's Cut, which uh, I, I agree, many consider it worse than the original movie. You know, I watched longer, the original but... It has like some cheesy like uh, computer special effects of like rotating skulls and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and it'll say like, Bleep Blorp, Watership Down is, an, is a metaphor for Bleep Blorp. You know, like it just doesn't make any sense. You're supposed to see the clapboard in the reflection. Now, they're talking about the FAA and the shrink, and they're about to crash into somebody. Oh, no. Whoa. Is it the rabbit? It is not the oh, rabbit. No, <laughs> I forgot about her. She's the weird time travel lady. Yeah, she wrote a, a book on time travel. That's right. She wrote the book, The Philosophy of Time Travel. Carl, why didn't my realtor tell me how colorful my town is? I just moved in. I didn't know our star lived here. <laughs> how interesting. Where you got? Hmm, you have a televangelist, cult leader, and a time travelist? In your one town. Good point, Mike. Yeah. In your Virginia. <laughs> they considered Vince Vaughn to play his part. If this film would have been interesting in a time travel movie, I would have watched it. But it would have, he would have been way too old. Right. Yeah, this is kind of a golden age for the Google Hall. They, they could still kind of play teenagers. A He's same pretty thing old with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg considered the part, but he also was uh, too yeah, old. Yeah, 2001. Also, he yeah. wanted to have this weird thing in which he did the character with a lisp, and, and the director was just was not going for it. Yeah, I think the director's word was, even for me, that's a little too much. Are you kidding? Gilding the lily. He's revealing to the psychiatrist that he has an imaginary friend, and that is the bunny rabbit. Now, you've seen the movie Harvey, right, with uh, Jimmy Stewart? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, a rabbit imaginary friend. Oh, this they don't, that doesn't get discussed, you know what I mean? He doesn't ever, in any interview or anything, talk. Nobody asks him that question. He never speaks to that point. Seth Rogen. Yeah, look at that Rogen. That's all right. He looks good clean-shaven. Mm-hmm. Like he did in that uh, observe and report. Yeah, he was clean-shaven and an excellent in that movie. It's only when he has a beard that he kind of loses. <laughs> 
the the thing I liked about that observe and report is he was a completely different character. You know, he wasn't Seth Rogen, yeah. who we know. He was like a Danny McBride in that movie. I guess he I don't know little, who that is. But Danny McBride shows up in that movie. He has a tattoo of a little kid on his arm. Mm-hmm. I did oh. see the film. Keep Danny McBride and the, that film director tend to make these films about like terrible people, the Pittsburgh way, and uh-huh. he's found in uh, uh, Vice Principals, the the whole gemstones, righteous gemstones. No, all right, okay. I, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm a dummy. He, he played himself, and this is the end. That guy. Okay. Oh, he played himself, and this is the end. Uh, is he African American? No, you're thinking of Craig Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> is he from Canada and he was the one who's like thin and skinny? Oh, forget it. Never mind. Look, the bunny's here. I got to go. My Uber ride's here. Two <laughs> stars. Let him grab a costume. Okay, look. The rabbit made him get an axe and go uh-huh. to his school. And now he's going to use his super strengths. This is a this water is- main. Not a quarter man. The quarter man's a great fan. Quarter flash. In the librarian, wasn't uh, what's his name? Er guy a, a quarter main? Oh right, because he, he's a librarian. Are you talking about that librarian series? Yeah. What well, isn't his last name quarter main? I forget. Never mind. Okay. Now they're getting the great news. The school is closed. Yay, we don't have to wait for the bus. Look at Jake. No uh, No school today. Look in the 80s how we wore shirts with collars and, I don't know, the word isn't khakis. And we wore pants. They weren't jeans, you know. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids do not do that. Ah, principal shoes are wet. You suck, principal. That's right. Now, look, super strength, super strength. They're like, that solid iron. How can you do that? And look, how high off the ground is it? How did he do he it? Paul Bunyan. He, he turned into Paul Bunyan. He got his axe blue. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> his axe blue. <laughs> he dropped off a, he, he knocked off look, a bunch of other They But who? Who? We were fine. Okay, so we should hear... Seth Rogen's first line about the girl's tits. This is his first movie role, first movie line. I like your boobs. <laughs> hey. I like your boobs. Yeah, me too. So they're obviously just creeping on her like assholes. So she's like, would you walk me home? What about the other girl? Other girl? Oh, oh, all right. It was just one girl. I'm sorry. I, I, I think a, a rabbit appeared and, and took me to a parallel movie where there's two girls. <laughs> there's Chinita. Is that what you, you mentioned her? Yeah. Chinita is yeah. not a love interest. Chinita is like uh, Jake's compa- I mean Donnie's compassion for the living, the manipulated living. <laughs> One of the reasons why he sacrifices himself is her. Ah, 
I think it's because he's just selfish. He mm-hmm. said, well, I think I can this for as long as I can. I don't want to be around when the world ends. That's the only reason why he did it, is because he didn't want to be around when the world ended. Selfish. Selfish Darko. So now we learn that Gretchen isn't her real name. She had her change her name. Her stepfather was like a, a, a abusive, you know, he stabbed the mother with a knife. So he got away. So they ran to this new community and changed their names. He tells this to everybody. Listen to this. Oh, that's terrible. He goes, she goes, Donnie Darko, what is that? You sound like a superhero or something. And he goes, what do you, what makes you think I'm not? So he knows kind of that he has these superhero powers. I don't know if he knows, but the universe knows. You know, it's in his brain. It's oh, a lot man, of metaphysical what's... stuff going on here. Here's my impression of Carl receiving Southland Tales on DVD from Netflix. Oh, cool! Southland Tales is on DVD. Came with the belt today, honey. <laughs> I'm blocking off the rest of the day to watch this movie. <laughs> I do not so want to be disturbed. Hold my calls. Hold my calls. And honey, honey, please, would you hold my calls while I watch this? Just sit here in this chair. Honey, I'm going to go into projection room. <laughs> One in the screening room. Don't, don't bother me for the next three and a half hours. Now, Donnie asks her out to, like, be a girlfriend, be his girlfriend. And surprise, surprise, she goes, yes. Now, doesn't this remind you of, some, uh, of uh, Blue Velvet, the town, when, when Kyle McLaughlin's walking her home? I guess, yes. It was super suburban and rich. Yeah. It's not yeah, really rich. rich. It's like uh, we're upper middle class. Their houses are far house? apart and, you know. And lawns. But they still have sidewalks, and that means suburban neighborhood, which is not what the rich do. Oh, right. Okay, so now there's more. Okay, let me just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to hypnotize. She is going to hypnotize him. Okay. And we don't learn too much in this because he starts to get sexually excited. He's even going to jerk off and she, she zaps him out of it. But what's interesting is he refers to Christina Applegate. You know, he's talking about married with children. Uh, but there was a right. Alyssa Milano. What what was she in? What was that? Who's the boss? Oh, yeah, right. She, uh, from Who's the Boss? That was who was in the script. And she said no. And they went to Christina Applegate or they went to, yeah, okay. I mean, there's money in it. Sure. You think she got paid money for being in a reference about an 80s movie? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, the because- 80s. Well, I don't know. Alyssa Milano did. It says legal reasons. Maybe. Maybe that's it. Maybe in, to avoid yeah. getting sued, they switched. You it know what the Spanish? Who's the boss of Spanish? Is Kenneth L. S. A. Darko. S. S. A. Darko. Hefe. Darko. I'm trying to rhyme S and. Oh, S. A. That means brother. I think you could say S. A. S. A. Darko. I didn't do it right. Look, he's starting uh, to masturbate. Look. 
And she yeah, goes, oh, she's shit. Clap, clap. <laughs> what? what the I'm hell? Why is this bottle up my ass? <laughs> Doctor. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I can't tell you this, uh, that violates uh, doctor patient confidentiality. Now, that doctor, her, that's Kathleen Ross. She was like in the graduate and, you know, she was the star of the Stepford Wives. She was in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I mean, she was a big deal. She came out of retirement to do this film in like 99 or 2000. 2000, I think it was. I don't know. And then the director's like, do you want to be a Southland Tales? She's like, yeah, I'll pass. I think I'm going to go retire again. You know what else sucks? She was paid scale. And so was the mom, by the way. Really? Because he hates women. What? Uh-oh. Maggie, uh, how do you say it? Gyllenhaal? What is it? Jake, right? Or, or Maggie? Yeah, what, what's the last name? Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Maggie Gyllenhaal was paid bucks. I mean, she was paid, let's see. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, Mona Lisa Smile. I mean, I know her from Batman. See, Batman was directed by Christopher yeah. Nolan, and Christopher Nolan was the guy who convinced them to put this in theaters. Yeah, because I'm sure he saw this film and he said, this director is something else. You know, this is definitely a cool sounding. Now look, now we establish that Donnie is a crack shot. Okay. Okay. And they have a discussion yeah. about the Smurfs. <laughs> right. Well, that's what we did in the 80s. I'm telling you, guys are genius. It's like I went back 30 years. They had complete <laughs> permission from the Smurf people to talk about Smurfs don't oh. fuck. Hannah and Barbara gave the okay for that. <laughs> it was, they had to go to Brady. <laughs> yeah, fill out this paperwork. Okay, Brady. And, like, and Jokey has a gift for you. There would be a basket. Love that. So the thing is, always like, yeah, they allowed them to say like uh, they made Smurfs made pornographic movies and Papa Smurf watched them and they allowed it all. But the point the director's trying to make is Donnie's like Smurfs have no dicks, and what's the point of life if you don't have a dick? You see the movie Slacker, the Richard Linklater movie, where it just goes around Austin all day and listening to people talk. These, these people talk about how the Smurfs uh, yeah. were there to make drama look normal, like to get you used to see blue people. <laughs> uh, that sounds great. It's called what again? Slacker. Slacker. That's an old school movie. Okay, I'm writing. Yeah, it it's like a like yeah. I'm it's putting a bunch in my of Oh, man, what a double feature right there. Southside Tales DVD followed by Slacker DVD. DVD. And it's a – he goes around. Okay. Okay. Now, once again, we see Grandma Deaf, who's the author of the book. And she keeps going to the mailbox to see if there's right. a – Right. And the bitchy asshole gym teacher lady who's also a parent, you know, we get to n- dislike her again because she's like, I'm going to call mm-hmm. social services. Now, look, she just checked for mail, right? Yeah. But she turns around. I mean, maybe mail's come now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's time in a flat circle. 
The truth is she's waiting for a letter. She's waiting for a letter from someone who is a manipulated living. The next time there's a tangent universe, she wrote that book because somehow she was part of one and she wrote that book for, I don't know if she was part of one. It's a mystery why she wrote the book, but but she expects that it's going to happen and she'll get a letter from the person who did it. Ooh, emergency PTA meeting. That's so dire. Well, the school was flooded. Yeah, but I mean, like, anytime you have to bring the parents into an emergency, they don't need to have a meeting. <laughs> Thanks for the fucking all our seats in the auditorium are soaking wet. Also, parents, thanks for coming to the auditorium tonight. Sorry about the seats. <laughs> well, I can't turn up the I sound. Mean, My computers. Well, I, I wanted you to hear Kitty. She is like, I can't believe this filth is being taught in our schools because it talks about flooding. You know, the book uh, talks about flooding what the house. Oh, so he worshiped down and inspired Donnie Darko to flood the, uh, oh, taking pills, going to see some CGI. Now, it's not Watership Down. It's The Deceivers. Is that what it was called? By the right, author. By Green Graham. Yeah. That's when you have an unripe uh, graham cracker. <laughs> yeah, Green Graham. It's got to be moldy. Don't complain. Eat your graham cracker. This chocolate milk is curdled. Yeah. Do not complain. Who's in the mirror? Uh, CGI monster. Look at that. Look at that CGI. Wow, trippy. I wasn't expecting CGI in this movie. Right? You weren't expecting special effects in this movie. Trippy. Yeah, so that guy was in uh, Anchorman. Like, when they cut to the the, the camera crew, you know, the, the people Are on the Are you sure? Board. You're talking about the husband. And the husband shows up at South Park, uh, Southland Tales. Yeah, Osborne Harris, or whatever the guy's name is, some weird name. He's so uninteresting that I kind of didn't look him up. Let's see here. (laughs) (laughs) He is. Osborne, Donnie Darko dad. I've seen in Donnie Darko scene. I didn't look him uh, up. <laughs> he w- I did, I mean, literally, I did look him up. I just didn't write anything down. It was tri- triple boring. Same thing with the little yeah. girl. She just went on to do S. Darko, and that's really interesting. Oh, here it is. No, no, that's not it. That's There's Mary McDonald, who right. was so excited that she got the part. She got, she got her first ever speeding ticket. Wow, that's a great story. He was driving to the step. <laughs> she was also paid scale. I heard she got a speedy ticket driving away from Southland Tales. Get that script away from me. Uh, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Okay, this whole guy's philosophy is that you're held back by your fear, Okay. You got to head towards the other end of the spectrum, which is love, okay? And if you look at every problem that you have in your life, it's all about your fear. And every success and everything great is all about love. 
Oh, you know what? That's say it makes perfect sense. Yeah. I, I've been doing this, so I'll ask backwards. <laughs> I was afraid you were. Oh, it was fear. I was a fear. I love this. Uh, Anita sorry, gets uh, one. Hey. Wow, three books. Three books in school. What's the catch? <laughs> this is not too far off about the garbage stuff they have in school. What's some of the other running stuff? Okay, now uh, Anita reads hers, and, you know, this girl didn't study for school, so what she's going to do is cheat. Now, is that fear or love? And Janita correctly chooses fear. Yeah. Well, it's also a love to cheat. There is a love to cheat. And when you get a good grade, you've succeeded. And that's love. Now, Donnie oh, reads a situation that's hypothetical, but it really doesn't have anything to do with fear or love. It's like returning a wallet and keeping the money. And that's not done out of fear. It's like done out of being a jerk. Now, this is not the director's cut. This, this scene was actually in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> cut that out. Stop talking back to the teacher, dude. Yeah, really. Seth Rogen needs just approving. Yeah. Yeah. Have they ever been in another movie together? Uh, Not, I don't think so. I didn't look up Seth Rogen just because he's so known. I don't need to tell anybody. This guy was the doctor in MASH, you know. Right, right. This guy was in Creeper Creepers as Ambulance Man 1. Okay, so she tells Kitty to shove it up her ass. And so he's in the principal's office, and they've suspended him from after-school activities. Oh, no. Well, anyway, the parents are doing it all, like, smirking, like, what our son said is cool, but we're yeah. respectable. But we're still going to have a smirky face on it. He did not buy this shit. <laughs> yeah, I guess this is all 80s, right? This is what they did in the 80s. So weird. Oh, look at his dad. <laughs> he's going to vote for Dukakis, I think, in this universe. Yeah, he's not going to vote for Dukakis in any tangent universe. <laughs> There's no way. You get dressed down the teacher. Now she's getting a talking to from Kitty and really like getting chewed out, kind of. Even though I'm getting paid scale, I just want to take the opportunity to tell you to shove it. <laughs> I'm getting paid scale too. It was actually on the set of Charlie's Angels that Drew Barrymore and Richard Kelly agreed that she, her, you know, flower films would do it. It was they they produced it for four and a half million dollars, and Barry Barrymore had to have a part. Um, yeah, she had a good it, role in this. It was going to go straight to video or to the television stars. 
So anyway, it, it, through the influence, they got to the 2001 Sundance Film Festival and this new market films that we know is the host of this channel did release it in October, even though it was right after 9-11. Right. Well, we had changed the plans. We originally wanted to release it before any national tragedy, but, you know, here we are. And it was Christopher Nolan who said to New Market, come on, guys, put it yeah, in, the in the movie theater. theater. Yeah, put it in the movie theater. People don't want to watch movies at home. Yeah, no. they got to go to the movies. Noah gets his first real part. I mean, Donnie asks about time travel. And right. he's a teacher, and it's interesting. Janita somehow is listening. I don't know why. Because it's a mad world. Mad world. I'm sure S. Darko is like, everybody wants to rule the world. <laughs> you know, the father who's a no-name, it was Tim Robbins who was the first choice. Oh, he would have been a good father. Like He has the same kind of hobbit look to him. Yep. Right? He would have been a perfect he, father. Well, now, I give a shout out to. It was 2001. Oh, 